0: Hey, there we go. Hey, we're well, live. So uh, I'm Charlie. This is Alex. Hi, Alex. How you doing?
1: I'm doing good, Charlie. Awesome. How are you?
0: Awesome. I'm doing fantastic. You know, 2022 is off to a uh, smashing success for a lot of things. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm super bullish on the way things are going. And, you know, I always like to get to chat with other folks, especially, you know, some folks that have been fairly successful and doing some nice things and have a few things to say that got, you know, you look yeah. good, by the way. Uh, so you know, for what it's worth, uh, full transparency. You know, uh, Alex, you went through the Facebook Ads MBA program, or uh, maybe six months ago, or something like that. And things yeah. did fairly really well for you since then. And I hear great things from inside the community. By the way, apparently you're hiring a couple of folks, giving some people some work, and I, I love, I love yeah. that, man. That's what it's all about, man. That community's awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah, I. I... <laughs> Honestly, if we would have if we were if we were chatting right after the program. I would have been like, the biggest value of the course is definitely the course itself and the one on ones, and then that gets you so far when like you're a solo, right? Like, yeah, I'm managing all these clients like independently, and then I hit like another issue, right? Which is like scale, efficiency, bandwidth, and it's like, all right, I want to keep providing value, I want to keep helping out these other businesses, but there's only so many hours in the day and there's only so many hands and there's only so many calls you can do in a week and stuff like that. So rather than working myself to exhaustion, I was like, look, there's an amazing community of fellow students that have graduated, have gone to the curriculum, connected with Tom. And thank you for, for, for coaching, training Tom. Like it's, it's yeah. awesome. Um, we have a great working relationship and I, I look forward to like our relationship, like going even further, additional opportunities that may arise from it. But yeah, I mean, wow. where is it to be? I, I think since we last spoke, I already, I broke the 30 K MRR and then I lost a massive client, which is always like, it's a scary thing, right? Like, oh man, like nine, nine in recurring revenue out the window because of partnership disputes. And it's just like, damn, what am I going to do? Like, uh, it's like. Ah, stay the course people will come not yeah. don't worry about it and now yeah back up to it, it was like a 30 30 to 40 to 45 day like dip in mrr but secure the next client already delivered in- incremental value to them within the first month and now it's like all right now i got pipeline now it's just like how do i onboard it from the pipeline how do i make sure that the structure's procedures and everything just in place that everything can be smooth and now it's just instead of rowing the ship maybe a little bit more like on a sail ship now on the top of the mast just making sure everything's is, is working good making sure everyone is being treated fair and equitably and compensated correctly for their time um so it's been a it's been quite a start to the year man super excited um and everyone was you know super worried about Q4 like oh December is going to be crazy on Facebook like some of my clients like had their best months in December and yeah, I was actually like speaking with some people and like most people always say like December is a hard month. December is always a hard month. Like even outside of econ, right? Like taking like a service mm-hmm. provider, let's say like a video production company, right? Like December's slow because like our prospects are in holiday mode. They're looking to spend money in other areas. So they're not going to allocate it. Right. And, like, just keeping up with the mindset stuff that comes on in the course, too, I was like, no, like, that's a terrible mindset. Like, December is going to be a phenomenal month. We're going to launch Golden Bear. We're going to get into some DCT. It's going to be a great month. Like, we're kicking things off right. We're going to end the year on the right foot. Lo and behold, December is their best month of the year, right? Like, just bananas. Like, have another biotech medical food company. CPA in November, 90 CPA in December, 55. AOV in November, 60. AOV in December, 95. Cost to acquire a new customer, 56, meaning that most of the customers are brand new in December. And it's just like, you can position any month to be the, the best month if you want it to be just with a mindset. Of course, there's seasonality, right? Let's not let's not get super bullish here that you could hope and everything is going to go perfect. There's realities of life, but just coming into that every day with the expectation of like, we're just going to make this week better than last week, this month better than last month. It's such a simple thing to follow, right? Like just, just make everything better than it was the day before the week before. And we'll be in a good place.
0: Yeah. I love it, man. First off, Mazatop for flipping that thing on somebody and just making it the best ever. Cause that's all that we need to be doing. Right. Is, is that directional change and making things happen and, you know, that mindset stuff, I mean, in the NBA program, you start off with that mindset stuff, right? And it's really like, all right, let's reprogram your brain to like, we're going to be successful, right? And, and, you know, some people think it's like a bit of a woo woo thing or whatever, but like, it's fundamental. Like, if you go in expecting things to be hard, don't be surprised when it's tough. If you go in knowing you're going to crush it, and you have the systems and the process and the direct support in the back end to make it work. It's going to be hard to fail. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I love what you said about that stuff. Cause you know, I think that's, that's such a big piece. And, you know uh, you know, in 2022 I see so many people worried about the future of Facebook ads and the future of e-commerce and future D two C. And they're like, well, you know, pixels and tracking and all of this stuff. And it's like, it doesn't really matter. Like, you can still be successful. Like, I try to tell people, attribution, the idea of your pixel and credit was a tool designed by digital marketing platforms to take credit for work so that ad agencies would give them more money to feed their profitability motive. Ultimately, ad agencies told clients this was a, a valuable thing so that they could get more money, so they could grow their business yeah. objectives. But none of that means anything. You know, it, it, there's an old Yiddish saying, you know, where it begins, so it will end. And mm-hmm. 50 years ago, businesses were wildly successful with a good ad and a good business model. And there was no such thing as a pixel or attribution. You know, Ogilvy. Making ads for people, I, I, I quote this all the time. But there's a Volkswagen Beetle ad, and it says zero to sixty. Yes, Volkswagen Beetle. And you know, what? I want one. Yeah. Got it. Done. Simple, right? And there's beautiful like Porsche ads and, and car ads. There's all this stuff, and I mean, we grew up with the with the Coca-Cola ad of like the the polar bears, right? And just like, yeah. oh, give me, I just, I want it. I think I see the same M and M's ad every Christmas, right? Where they're catching Santa, like, yeah, it works. And the reason it works isn't because of ABO. It's not because of some interest group targeting. It's not because of delayed attribution. It's yeah. because ultimately a business figured out their model. They figured out the ad, they understood how to respect their customer and they leaned into what worked because they got, they got sophisticated enough to really be able to understand the impact of business efforts. And in the MBA program, like what we were talking about that you've been leveraging here, which I love is, we talk about why attribution is BS and how to measure stuff across your ecosystem, which I think is game changing. And I love that, you know you, you have one of my favorite quotes. It's just like, I just showed everybody my system, like my documentation, and, and I just started landing clients. It's funny, Kelvin in the program also like, literally can't get people to say no because he just shows them the documentation. It's like, well, I'm going to go through this.
1: It's, it's so really hard. Really
0: difficult. Yeah. It's <laughs> really hard to
1: say no. And like, also just another thing, right? That I got to give you credit for, and I, I'll give it to you on this live, right? Which is just like one, like understanding the the value you deliver, right? And then like sticking to the price. We're like, I knew that I was at this price, right? But then. When you're dealing with someone who, you know, maybe wants a deal or whatever, or they're, they just want a thousand less or whatever less. And i just like, it doesn't even hurt to say no now. Cause it's like, I can't even fulfill this. So like, even if you're not even at my price, like, no, like I can't do this. And like, it's even hard. Like when someone's like willing to pay the price, you're like, I 30 days, like, give me 30 days to find a system and a way to get this thing running for you. Like we'll get there. And just even now what I'm doing, instead of like pushing that on people, like to make them wait like now I'm just doing a voice of the customer audit until I can get the media stuff ready, which is like, all right, let's ask a bunch. Like I want to interview 12 to 15 customers. Here are all the questions I want to ask so that we can get concepts that actually move the needle for you. And concept is a sales pitch, right? An angle, a reason to buy. So it's literally talking to these customers and using their words. Cause sure. Even, even the the company will give like, Hey, here's the market research that we did. This is what we think it is. But it's like, yeah, but like that's a survey with like four responses. How many how many of them are open response? Like they also know they're getting interviewed by the by the company itself. Yep. So the amount of insights being able to be pulled from that one as a strategic way to make the ads more relevant to the audience, but two as a way to also just like not bottleneck or give false expectations of when launch can happen, right? Because even if there's a client like hey, like I like I need you to be live in 2 weeks. It's like, well, Unless we know what we're testing, like th- there's probably not a reason to start right now or like what's the urgency to start right now, right? Like if you're so urgent to start right now, like why is it? Let's see if there's a placeholder solution for that right now. And hey, like if you're if you're just looking to spend this money, like can you just reserve it to the next 30 days and like let's just loop that in so we have additional spend up front so that we're not really tight on budgets and trying to see how many concepts we actually have spend for. Um, so. Yeah. It's literally all like the mindset stuff. I was total woohoo, hoo hoo ha-ha-ha, Kool-Aid sipping like at the beginning. Sure, yeah. And it's really, it's it's just such a way of just like, just approaching problems, right? Like just approach this problem, like this is the answer. Um, And understanding that you're not gonna have the perfect answer every single time. Like there's a quote I actually recently heard, which is don't let, well, this is a good one for mindset for just anyone watching this in general, which is like, don't let someone's, don't let someone's today be your yesterday or what, or something like that. It's like, don't compare where you are versus where somebody is. Cause they were where you were months or weeks or days ago or years ago. So sure. don't compare stuff like that, but also don't wait for perfection. Like if it's good enough, just go. Yeah. You don't yeah. need to. Wait if for it's better
0: than yesterday, why wait?
1: Right. And like what I'll even tell, and it's like, you can think of it right as like a crunch, right? You can think of it from a mindset crunch of like, all right, wow, we don't have enough assets. The client's asking me like, how do I produce, do I know someone who can produce more assets or like how many assets need to be produced? And you can just frame that approach that's like, you know what, actually like, let's be very nimble and very strategic with your budget and your distribution right now. And let's actually see what the concept should be. Let's look at some of your assets and if they can be repurposed or reformatted in ways that can fit these concepts and don't spend any money on production. And once we're done with this test and we can see what are some winning concepts, not even necessarily that they exit proving ground on their winning elements. But, yo, we have a clear indicator that concept one through two are killing three, four and five, like just crushing it. Yeah. Wait till we get those that data so then you can spend the money on a quality production and know that's a good concept versus spending the money on a video production and then. Uh, it didn't even stick like this doesn't even resonate with the audience right so oh,
0: dude yeah i i yeah i love that i mean i i have dropped a hundred thousand dollars to work with chris jenner i've hired the Harmon brothers and i yeah. lost my shirt both times yeah i had a company where we we got the receptionist to shoot a instagram story in the kitchen and that ad has made three four million dollars for the same brand where we paid six figures, seven figures, the higher pros, because at the end of the day, we did the research to understand it's not just crapshoot, right? Like there is a way of legitimately understanding what the market wants from you, right? Like Facebook's a market research tool. And, and I love that you mentioned that because like going into the concepts, testing those things, validate the ideas that you have before making a big investment like you wouldn't just go into the stock market and throw a million dollars at everything that somebody says is good like do some homework don't be upset if you do no homework if you invest blindly based on what you think will work and you lose your shirt like you should expect to fail if you don't put the customer and and your business partner as a priority in the conversation like and 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 what separates folks like you and Daniel and Calvin and Tom and all you know Denise and Linda and and Leslie and all these other folks it's like why you guys are are so successful i think is because you stopped putting like facebook as like the end all be all and you started to see how it measures into the, into the entire system and you also stopped treating like what you think is the best idea as the truth and you started just letting the data lead the way and validating your investment before betting the farm on it. Because yeah. it makes tremendous difference. It's funny. Daniel, I remember we were talking on a call and he's like, yeah, man, Black Friday came around. My CPMs went up 50%. I got a domestic jewelry business. I'm paying like $13, $15 CPMs. And I was yeah. just like, do you understand how much people would beat them, beat their neighbor to death to get, to get yeah. twice that CPM right now? And you're doing like... You're saying you in the ad copy. You're selling jewelry to women that are like 18 to 35 and you're seeing $14 CPMs because you are they went up 50%. Like, how are you going to fail when you do that? You know, it's, I love it, man. I love it. And that's, that's what we covered. And that's what I love. And, and you're doing that so well for so many people now. I, I love it.
1: Or like, I'll give another, I'll, I'll do a story time, right? About like the value. Let's do of- it the value of understanding the ecosystem, right? Where it's like, I I don't know how many people, how many SEO people are like getting rich now just based off of this like false attribution reporting that's happening or whatever. But I, I literally had a client that was like, hey, like we're, we're gonna think about pulling away just some budget because Google search is just crushing it for us. And it's like, I'm, I'm open for it. Like I'd love to see what in Google search is crushing it Cause I'd love to apply that love to apply those learnings like in a test on Facebook, let's all win together. Let me see the data. I want to see it. Great. Let's see it on a joint zoom call with the other Google search agency who's helping out this customer. And we're looking at it it's like, Oh yeah. So the theme of social social proof is really coming strong somehow on this Google search, right? Let's just say they have testimonials and then they have some as seen in featured in, in their authority with proof going on right great yeah. great concept we're also running that but just asking that extra question what keywords are the ones that are really driving this though i love that the ads have a high interaction right but what's the keyword that's driving it 80 percent of the conversions tied to branded search right now that's that's a lack that's a lack of visibility right where now a client yeah. is willing to put budget towards a search term that is the brand name. But it all it takes is a little conversation that says, social creates the intent, search responds to the intent. Now, we're doing such a good job creating the intent on social that people are directly coming to search and doing your, your branded key term search is up like 200%. So yep. is that indicative of SEO that's improving or that's indicative of user behavior coming in search-based intent? answering the intent that we created on social. Right. And it's yeah. like a simple conversation of understanding the ecosystems. Like I want the Google search to be great. And if they're winning off of, of keyword terms, like I don't want to complain against it, but it's that logic of like, I think we could probably not funnel budget there. And we're still going to get those because you rank high organically. Anyways, you have a unique name. No one's going to come up against you. And there's no competitors yet that we need to start bidding aggressively because they're bidding on your name right now. So Let's just play it easy. Kept the budget on Facebook, beat the monthly sales target by 8%, right? And it's just having that extra step, having that confidence to ask, all right, you want to do that? That's great. I want to learn more why. What's the reason? Coming to the actual reason? Well, we're just creating so much awareness and consideration on Facebook that people are coming in a different time of the day to purchase because everyone's got this user flow mapping, like prospect sees Facebook ad clicks adds to cart doesn't convert retargeting ad. Oh, there's the conversions. Like it's more like sees the Facebook ad, walks the dog, picks up the poop, sees 17 other ads, takes a shower, is hungry in the middle of the night and forgets he needs a hoodie.
0: Right. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. Two days later makes the purchase.
1: Yeah. Right. That's human behavior. So like, yeah, if that's how we consume, like let's not think that our, that our target audience consumes any other differently. They consume the same way. So, giving things, and yeah, they're out. also people. Yeah. So that's basically some some story story time that I want to share with you of just like taking that extra step with the ecosystem ROAS documentation to say mm-hmm. let's all be, let's all be accountable. Let's all build it here, but not only like oh wow, like these other platforms are being strong. Like extra step, like why is that being strong? Because learnings can be shared here, but also like caution should also be shared here on like what are like. Is that an easy layup that we're seeing success in that probably like, we don't need to be spending there. We're probably gonna get that organically anyways. So having those nimble abilities to then pull budget. Okay, now we have an allowable loss. You wanted to, to do that test on this video. And I see Tom over there flexing. Um, so yeah, just understanding that allowable loss, right? And then using that to test something that the client might've been a little bit iffy about, but now there's an allowable loss. Like we can confidently test that and know that we'll be in a good place at the end of the month with all the financials, you know, sales isn't going to be upset. Finance isn't going to be upset. We're going to be good.
0: Yeah, man. I love it. And, and the application of golden bear testing there and the ecosystem ROAS, you know, and that success protocol of all the communication, and everything. I mean, that makes it so easy to be successful because you're removing all the ego. You're removing the ability to hide behind bullshit. And you yeah. are coming in completely open and willing to like, if that works, great, because we're partners. Like, I want this to work, right? Like, yeah. I don't need me to look good. I'll look like trash if it makes everything look great. Yeah. And, and being able to really have that confidence going into a conversation where you're putting the client's bottom line first, I think is fundamental and yeah. is massive to success. Yeah. And, sometime- and, and, and yeah,
1: no, go for it. Go for it. I'm just going oh, to, just- I was just
0: going to say like, like, I mean, you know, with that in mind, um, you know, in a couple minutes, I- I'd be super curious, like, where do you see things going this year? You know, I think one of the big things that people are super interested in is like, well, 2021 was an anomaly, just like 2020 was just like 2019. Like every year they're like, Oh, well, this is the, like things are still going pretty well. Uh, what do you think of like if you had to call your shot? Maybe plant a flag or two in the, in, the, in a couple minutes here. Just like what twenty twenty two looks like for you. I, I'm super curious because I'll tell you I'm super bullish, and I had a great conversation with Alex P yesterday about like some of the future of some other platforms and stuff. But what do you think yeah. it's going to look like?
1: Yeah. So I'm. I think the Facebook platform might become a even better in 2022 because a lot of people are chasing shiny object syndrome right now. TikTok is pretty mm-hmm. shiny. Um, Connected TV is also getting really shiny right now. And yep. not to talk negatively about both of those platforms because I have campaigns running on two of those platforms as well for clients because if it makes sense, it makes sense, right? Um, and if there's a way to just get exposure there, whether it's top of funnel or using one of those platforms as a retargeting mechanism, whatever fits the right you know product and service and an audience and brand it works um so one i see facebook becoming not that it's going to become 2018 2000 you know the early 2010s level it's just not going to happen again but yeah i think it will become not as competitive as you have these other players going into these other spaces now and dollars are going to be prioritized there as well but i am bullish as well on like supplementing the pixel supplementing website traffic by driving sources from these other platforms. So, TikTok, I was super super bullish on specifically pre Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Like, saw incredible success there. Um, but that the, what I've realized is the ad concepts on TikTok are very different from the ad, like the ad concepts that work on TikTok are very different than the ad concepts that work on Facebook. What I've been seeing success with is like it's tough to get. To discover a winning ad on TikTok, trying to do your framework like I'm literally trying. It's 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 pretty similar. Like you got the dynamic capabilities to upload a bunch of different assets together. Like it's kind of there to do a similar framework. But what I've realized with the ads that work, it's the ones that are just picking up on a very popular trend immediately, and are just kind yeah. of using like like one trend I've seen that's been very strong is when you actually use the first three seconds of the bit of a TikTok frame to be of the viral video and then you insert your brand after those three seconds. So people are are like the intro, right? They actually think it's just a regular piece of content, like whether, whatever the viral trend is and then the brand comes in and then you play off the sound and you keep that going there. So finding partners that are in the creator sort of economy when it comes to TikTok has been powerful there because again, I don't know the insights. I don't have my ego. I'm not in TikTok every day. I wish I could, but the algorithm's really good. So I got to get off the app every once in a while, but leaning into that. Right. And then something else that I've noticed, like even connected TV has also been really strong, especially with a high ticket item, just because mm-hmm. for some reason I've seen these lifts in AOV that a, a client will ask, like, what are you doing? Like there is some black magic going on that the success, like on January 12th, what did you do? Cause it was just so wild. Right. And it's like, well, we can't really, p- those type of questions, like a sleazy guru would say, like, oh yeah, well I did this on that day and that's what happened. Or these testing results happen and like, they'll take credit for things. And it's just like, we honestly don't know why January 12th was a good day. Like let's, let's look though, at some metrics to s- explore why it's like, now metrics are pretty aligned, like, like interaction rate of its search or click through rates. If it's Facebook, right? Like mm, pretty similar. Only thing else that we had is like, oh, but we've been running Connected TV for 12 days. So maybe we're seeing a premium nature coming from Connected TV that could be supporting people that have certain objections of, I don't trust this brand, but oh, wow, now they're now they're inter- interrupting my Hulu show or my Roku yeah. show, and now I can see this, whatever it is. But we don't know for certain, right? And that's where the ecosystem ROAS.com again, where now mm-hmm. in January and anything on Connected TV, the first two weeks to see, if we take this channel away. How is it impacting it? Saw a slow dip, so not enough to say not to do it. But now we're like, all right, in the last 10 days of January, we're gonna spend all the connected TV budget, see if we get that lift. All right, and then we're gonna make our gut assumption there. And it's like it's a it's accepting it's okay to be in murky waters with a flashlight, right? Like we have a flashlight, yeah. it's not perfect, the water's still murky. We could see that it's murky. Let's acknowledge the murkiness. But like we're not totally in the dark here. Like We're shooting from the hip, but that just becomes like, what's your partnership with your client, right? We're like, now it's just daily sales trackers hitting my inbox every day so that we can confirm like, all right, what's coming on Facebook and what's coming on Google, TikTok and TV. Here's what we have the source of truth. Just overall, week to week, are we better? And I think that a challenge that many people may experience if they're trying to apply these learnings is that if it's all in your head, it's still not gonna come across. Like you need to communicate this to your client like from day negative one, like before you sign the contract, before you take their money, before any work starts to happen, it's a blended measurement with overall, right? Like like include all the other players where it's like, how much are you spending on Amazon? I'm not doing your Amazon, but we need to throw this number in here to get you a source of truth. And like the expectation of like, we might be in dynamic creative testing for like two months and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. As long as we're getting so we versions, it's okay. Like we yeah. may not exit proving ground for six months. That's okay. Like as long yeah. as better than last month, that's the importance, right? We may not know what why this day was better than the other day, but that doesn't matter because what we're looking at, is like was this week better than last week? Was this one better than last month? So it's just it sounds so terrible to say is to condition your clients, right? That sounds terrible. I think. Oh no, but absolutely like, no, but it's the- absolutely the truth. Yeah, like in the in the psychological sense, like conditioning them to get familiar because they've been hearing the BS that everyone else has been hearing too, that when they come across your content, yeah. they're like, oh, they have that aha moment. It's like, yeah, everyone has this BS in their head of like all this garbage and nonsense that's been going around. So it's like, just tell your clients from day one or your prospects from day one, like, this is why we do it this way. We're going to do it on a blended approach. We want all parties involved. Um, and then once you have that conversation, when they come back and they're like, you're the unicorn that absolutely crushed it for us, which I had a client that at the end of their like December year, they had like a all hands board meeting to talk about 2022 before Christmas. And I didn't make that one because I was on vacation, but they literally, I got, I got quoted by the CMO. I was like, oh, Alex, like our unicorn guys, like, cause we lifted sales from 60K the month prior to 90,000. And then the following month, their goal was 100. We hit 108. Now the goal in two months is 130. And I'm like, that's an ambitious goal. Let's bring down the expectations, right? Like, because they they think that there's this unicorn activity going on. And what I told them is, guys, I'm not a unicorn. Like, all the copy that was developed, like, it was your foundational copy, which we just put through a conversion copywriter just to tweak a little bit. But you guys knew the direction you guys were going into. And the assets, I'm just repurposing them and putting them under different content themes. What I've done is just applied a structure in place that we understand how the Facebook ecosystem works, right? And I'm never gonna promise a prospect that we're gonna get you a winning ad in a week, two, a month, two months. Like, I can't tell you what the winning ad is gonna be. I can't tell you, I don't have a crystal ball, but what I do have is a framework to discover what the lottery winning number is, the the lottery winning post ID is, right? Like, I have a framework to get there. So as long as you're on board with the framework to get there, then we're going to be in a great place. And it's literally just, solid. And what's shocking is that when a client gives you a compliment and you give it back to their team, just more compliments follow. Right. Where it's like, if, yeah. if you deny denying the compliments more, are just going to sort of magnetize towards you. It's like, no guys, like this is. I gave kudos to their entire like marketing associate analyst coordinator. I'm like, look, it's, it's, it's Katie and Joe and Jimbo. Like you guys are the guys. That made this happen like you guys have been working on this for six months i just came in for the last 30 days and just reorganized the ad account structure and gave us a testing methodology and framework and a roadmap that we're following but this is you guys like this is a teamwork that, that made this happen
0: i love it man yeah i mean that that's everything and i feel like we could talk forever i'm gonna have to get you on the ddc coffee shop if that's all right with you because
1: that's good.
0: i, I want to chop it up forever I, I i gotta i gotta go to a, a client call here in, in just a second and. So I want to do this. One, say thank you so much. And two, let me leave the opening to the end of this just to be like, let me leave you the table to like let people know how to talk with you. Let if people are interested in, in how to get in touch with you or how you got to this point. Like, let me leave that last word to you. And I'll, and I'll start with just saying thank you so much again. I love, I miss our chats, and I can't wait yeah. to do more of them. And thank you so much, man.
1: Yeah, me too. I'd say. Ways to get in touch with me, like I'm most active on LinkedIn and things that apply to success is like, whether you take Charlie's course or you're in another course or whatever you're doing, you're weighing it out. It's like you can learn in the moment, but then you have to keep learning. So Mm -hmm. something I'm actually doing on LinkedIn is I'm hosting a marketing book club, right? Because you can't ever stop learning. So we got all these books that we're reading together as a community um, about building positive habits, understanding. Understanding consumer behavior, you know, Malcolm Gladwell, Ogilvy's here. We got Jonah Berger, like a ton of like very, very strong psychology, marketing driven individuals that know what they're talking about. And we don't know what we're talking about, but these guys do. But we do know what we're talking about once we read them and come into a community and learn together. So if anyone's a reader, wants to get involved in a marketing book club, hit me up on LinkedIn. Um, the community's not built yet. We're building it as we speak. But hey, if anyone's interested, love to have them in. And I love it, man. Lorenzi, just as it is down there. I know it's a tough last name to spell, but find me on LinkedIn.
0: Yeah, well, they got the screenshot here. And, 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 you know, I, I send me the link and I'll make sure it's in the description uh, as soon as we go live with all this stuff. So, uh, and, and it lives in perpetuity. But look, man, I love having chats with you. You're one of a lot of success stories that we have out of the MBA program and Dude, I, I can't wait. And I've got some other stuff brewing for some alumni shit. I know you've been waiting, and I got some stuff to chat with you about. Waiting, yeah. I, I, know yeah. I know you're ready. I know you're ready. It's gonna be great. But hey, dude, I gotta let you go. I got somebody waiting. I'm I'm a few minutes late on, on another great thing that I'm working with with somebody else in the program. So I will see you later, you're man. Too. Thank you so much. A blessing is always to chat with you. Thank you. And best of luck to you, man. Enjoy life out there. You look good, buddy. You look good. New Thank Orleans you, you did you, you well.
1: I love the Zen. I love the garden behind you. All right, Charlie. Be well. And oh, likewise, thank you, man. Bye.
0: I'll see you, buddy. Bye. <sighs>